Tonight we begin Perik Tezayin, which is really the start of the Malchus of David HaMelech. The Pasuk begins where the previous Perik ended off, where we learned about the fact that Shmuel mourned over Shal. So in Pasuk Aleph, Ayemer Hashem El Shmuel, Hashem says to Shmuel, How much longer are you going to continue to mourn over Shal? Says the Mitzudas, Hashem was telling Shmuel that it's inappropriate to continue to mourn so much. When I made Xerah that Shaul is going to be removed as the Melech, and you have to accept my Xerah, stop mourning. The Malbim explains that Shmuel was uh, upset, uh, not by the, uh, not by a, let's say a failure of his own of his own um, successor or his own protege, but rather the the loss of Shaul. Shaul was a great man, so he felt that the loss of Shaul as a Melech was a big loss. And secondly, he felt that Klai Yisrael was going to now be without a leader. So Hashem is telling Shmuel, first of all, Shal, I rejected Shal. So I rejected Shal, so therefore he's no longer, he's no longer the great man that you, that you thought that he is. And so it's not that great of a loss. And second of all, I'm going to send you now to pick a successor. So there's not going to be any vacuum in, in, in leadership, meaning I'm immediately going to find someone who's going to take over from Shal, so Klai Yisrael will not be without a leader. So Hashem says, When I have already rejected him from being the Melech. In other words, stop mourning so much. Fill your horn with oil. Right? The Shemen Mishcha, And Velecha Shlochacha. And go and I will send you Al Yishai Beisalachmi. To Yishai from Beisalachem. Because I have seen for myself a Melech amongst his sons. Now the Shemen Mishcha normally was used only to anoint the uh, Mishkan, the Kalim of the Mishkan, the, uh, the Kahanim. Um, but Chazal also teach us that it was also used to anoint some of the kings from Malchus Beis David. Now, the Gemara Megillah tells us, on Daf Yudalit Amad Aleph, that there was an allusion in Chana Shira to this, to this, to this act, to this um, um, anointing. That Chana said, Rama Karni Bahashem. So, Pashnupshad is, my pride was raised through Hashem. But the Gemara learns that Rama Karni Hashem, she was saying that the, the Melech that's going to be anointed with a Karen, with a horn, by my son Shmuel, he's the one that's going to be Rama Hashem. He's the one that's going to have a long reign. And uh, what does that mean? Meaning, David Melech was anointed here, we'll see, with a Karen, with a horn. Shaul was only anointed with a flask. So, therefore, Rama Karni Hashem, David, who was anointed with a Karen, with a horn, he's the one who's going to have an extensive melucha. So Hashem says to Shmuel that uh, when I chose, what, what, I'm, I'm sending you towards Yishai. Why am I sending you to Yishai? When Shaul came to him, right? Remember, Shaul came to Shmuel to be anointed. Hashem caused the whole series of events that Shaul came to Shmuel. So the answer is like this. When Hashem, why, why did Hashem choose Shaul? To satisfy the people. The people said, we want a melech. So in that case, he's not sending the Navi to go and find the melech. Because the Melech is not as Ishliach, because that's not what God wanted at that time. So therefore, he made the Shaul go to Shmuel. But over here, now Hashem is picking his, his Shliach, his Mashiach, his anointed one. So in that case, he sends the Navi to go to find the Melech, as opposed to making the Melech come to him. That's what the Malbim says, a very nice pshat. Just a little bit of a background on Yishai, who was Yishai. So as we learn in Sefer Rus, he was the uh, son of Oyved, who was the son of Rus and Bayaz. So Yishai's grandfather was Rus and grandparents were Rus and Bayaz. Yishai was also a tremendous Tamachacham. And the, in Sefer Micha, he's listed as one of the officers, which Chazal say means that he's one of the people that at the time of the ultimate Ka'ula, he's going to help save Yidin from 
um, 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 from, from death at that time. Um, Chazal also say on uh, the Gemara and Bava Basra that he's one of four people that never did an Aveira and he only died because of the Xera on Adam Arishain that a person has to die um, but if not for that he never did anything to cause a hate to cause that he should die. Now at the end of the Pasuk Hashem says Kira Isi I see so the, um, the Dasaifim says, Hashem was saying to Shmuel, I see, meaning at this point, David's greatness was only apparent to HaKadosh Baruch who nobody else saw it. And we'll see, in fact, that when Shmuel goes to Yishai's house, that they don't even present David to Yishai, to, to, to Shmuel, in the beginning, in the first place. They assume that David is not worthy of being a Melech. So Reisi, Hashem says, ah, it's only apparent to me at this point who uh, David is. Now, he, it's, it's interesting that Hashem doesn't tell Shmuel the identity of the child. He just says, Ki Reisi Bevanav, I see amongst his children, Li Melech, that there is someone fit to be a king. The Kliyakar says that you could learn Bevanav as Bez Banav, meaning two of his sons. That initially, two of Yishai's sons were fit to be a Melech. Now, obviously, they had the requirement, the prerequisite of coming from Shevet Yehuda. Um, but in addition, they had to have certain qualities. Now, David and his older brother, Eliav, were both initially qualified to be the Melech. But we will see later that when Shmuel thinks that Eliav is the anointed one, Hashem says to him, Me'astiu, I rejected him, and we'll get into why he was rejected. But initially he was qualified until subsequently Hashem rejected him. Hashem saw a character flaw in Eliav that made him unfit to be the Melech. Uh, uh, Li Melech, why does Hashem say Li for me to be a Melech? The Redak says that this king is not going to disobey me like Shaul. Rather, he's going to listen to what I say. And furthermore, Li Melech, that um, when Shaul was picked, so again, he was satisfying, Hashem was satisfying the people's request, so he picked someone that would be impressive. Shaul was taller than everyone else. Shaul was just an impressive person. He was a great person. Here, this time, Hashem says, I alone am going to determine the criteria. So Li Melech, I'm going to decide who's fit to be a Melech. It's not going to be based on someone that's going to impress uh, everyone else in Klai. Now, I do want to just end off with something that's brought down by the Be'er Moshe and the Kli Yaka, which is, the, the question of, it's a very unusual Lashon, it says, Ad el Sha'ol, to Sha'ol, it should say, Al Sha'ol, over Sha'ol, in other words, how long are you going to mourn over Sha'ol? What is this El Sha'ol, this Lashon of El Sha'ol? So the Mepharshim explained that Shmuel was mourning, hoping that HaKadosh Baruch Hu would undo the decree. That the Kaddish Baruch would change it. So El means, El means towards a goal, right, to something. So El Shal, he was hoping that the Malchus would be restored to Shal. To which Hashem responds to Shmuel, give it up. Why? Because number one, Anima asked if I rejected him, and therefore I'm not changing my mind. And second of all, go, I'm going to send you to anoint David. In other words, I already picked his successor, and so therefore, once I already chose someone else who's going to be the king in his place, is, uh, is, it's no longer fit for me to retract the Gzeira that I already made on Shalamelech. What's interesting is that Shmuel was hoping, and we'll see, even later on in the parak, Shmuel continues to hope that somehow his protege, Shal, should somehow, the Gzeira should be over Returned, and he should be able to keep the Malchus.